0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: This piece was brought to you by
2: Roberta's. Roberta'spizza.com
1: You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. So you don't, don't shun the, the devil, devil with the devil
0: your rock and roll Lord Knows no. that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil wants oh. his groove in that rhythm and blues that
3: sound. It's gonna go! Get- Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte.
4: My name is Souther Teague. Souther, what's going on, man? Not too much, buddy. What a great week this has been. Dude, the sun is out. The sun is out. The weather is beautiful. Brooklyn is awesome. Filled with beautiful people today. Eating pizza. Eating pizza all over the place. (laughs) At the awesome Roberta's.
3: (laughs) Yeah, man. Dude, um... Is your book out yet? (laughs) (laughs) Out? No. But done, yes. In fact... uh, Did you get the final finalized? Well, final, final,
4: final. my editor texted me today that I have literally one little tiny thing to get done. He said, actually, as soon as I can. I said, well, I'm he was going like, on-
3: yeah, you need to put more Damon's cocktails in there. Yeah. I said, <laughs> well, I'm going on air. "I owe like, you. Oh,
4: <laughs> so I'm going on air right now, but he's like, okay, I can't wait much longer. So I have to, as soon as we're done here, I have to go write a little piece. But then it's done.
3: Well, I hope you don't rush the show because we have a really great guest today. I'm going to
4: rush the show. the show. The show is as long as the show is.
2: Did you replace that photo yet or is it still going to be Chris Lauder?
4: It's going to be Chris Lauder for all the guest <laughs> bartenders. <laughs> Did I tell you about that? I went into the when, the when we were they had the book on the wall, each page on this giant wall. And I have 10 guest bartenders in the book who, who submitted a recipe. And, you know, it's uh, like Frankie Marshall and Dale DeGroff and uh, Gary Regan. And they're, they're, they had a little circle with their photos in it, like a profile photo that they were all supposed to send us. But none of them had sent their photos yet. So they had just gone on the Internet and found a bartender and slapped his picture in there to hold the space. It was, it was Chris, Chris Louder. <laughs> I was like, where did you get this picture of like my, one of my best friends? And they're like, oh, just found it on the internet.
0: <laughs> do you is, remember that time?
4: Archety- archety- archetypal bartender face, you know, I don't know. Dude,
3: do you, do you remember that time when uh, uh, the Colbert Report? Oh,
4: Frankie Cocktails. Frankie, Frankie I know exactly what you're talking about.
3: <laughs> they were like, some hipster bartender from Brooklyn, Frank Cisneros, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just like pulled it from the internet. It was great. <laughs> uh,
4: uh, the best. Uh, anyway, what a great week! I saw you on Sunday at Nightcap. We went yeah, over there we went as to, we promised yeah. we would. We went over and did the disco karaoke with uh, with the Natasha David and Lauren Carvo. What a good time! As far I as I remember, I had two vodka sodas. With that's five? what that's what kind of party it was. <laughs> <laughs> there were vodka sodas and there were blue drinks too. I had a blue drink. I don't know what that was. But I sing some songs. My to buddy you. Todd t- texted me the next day because I took him with us. His birthday. Mm-hmm, yeah. and he texted me the next day and goes, "It was the blue drinks that did me in." <laughs> <laughs> it always is, man. And also, he was like, I can't believe they were giving those away for free. And I was like, Dad, I was paying for all your drinks. <laughs> <laughs> he was convinced that they were just giving away blue drinks. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, anyway, how's your week been since Sunday? I mean, great. Had a really great night at the bar. You know
3: what? Okay, so this kind of weather does bring out the best people, you know? It does. And we had so many good like friends and family, like industry people all out last night at Grand Army, and it was great. I... Three people come up to me at the bar, who I had not met, uh, and they came up and introduced themselves and said, "We love listening to the radio show." And uh, I love that. That was great. So I ended up having more shots of Fernet with uh, strangers than I thought I would <laughs> on a Tuesday night. But that's great. That is great. It's medicine. Yeah, man. And it's just great that uh, people out there listen to the show and and uh, everyone I meet, and I'm sure it's the same with you, uh, that we meet that uh, like the show. They're just all. Very very nice people.
4: It is true. So, we have a lot of nice listeners, yeah. and they come forward, and I appreciate it. Like I and want they, you to come forward. Yeah, come, and we, and we have oh, all maybe.
3: these nice gifts in the studio for our bar. We got like cutting boards, thanks. Cutting boards, so. knives,
4: jiggers, uh, plenty booze. Of plenty of booze. Oh, uh, we and got Mary we makes. got some
3: shot glasses today. Actually, shot our guest today brought some uh, some shot glasses. That's right. And actually, why don't you go ahead and introduce well, our guest today
4: in the studio? We have Meli Wasserman. Who again? I talked to you the last night. And I was like, for, for years, I had her in my phone as Melly Wasserman. <laughs> I thought it was Wasserman. I know it's Greg only Wasserman. And I, I were know. Related. I know Rachel Wasserman. I know Greg Wasserman. I know Melly Wasserman. No,
2: no <laughs>
4: Wasserman. I changed it. I updated it. Uh, Melly Wassmer, you're the uh, what, what's your title now over at Extra Fancy?
2: I guess I'm the bar manager.
4: You guess? I
1: guess.
2: <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm like the central r- 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 ringer of the dings. I don't know. I I I I ringer, I, of, the I, ringer of the dings, dinger of the dings. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I do the things where I order stuff and I hang out with the guys and still make <laughs> drinks.
4: Okay, cool. Uh, and how long have you been over there?
2: Um, since last August. So coming up on a year.
4: And and this is a recent step up in position though. Yes, right? this
2: happened about a month ago. Um, uh, yeah, they just we got into conversations one afternoon, and they asked me if I would want to do it, and I said, I guess so. Why not? I'm I'm bored. I'm bored just bartending. <laughs> not true. Not, true.
3: not true. You're doing something wrong if you're yeah. if you're bored.
2: Exactly. Um,
3: yeah. So the the last time we talked about extra fancy on the show was a few years back, and it was with Rob Kruger. Mm-hmm. There uh, there have a lot of like a lot of things have changed uh, with Extra Fancy over those years. The backyard has grown it's huge. exponentially. Yeah. Massive. There's another bar back there. Um, you've got like, what, 10 fucking frozen drink machines? Yeah, back we've there.
2: Got, we got, we right now, we're currently running like four of the frozen, but we're going to have eight coming in, starting, I'm guessing, this week. We've already been developing. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> um, we've been it's, it's already 90 parties. degrees today, so I guess. Yeah. yeah.
2: Absolutely. So we're just we, gonna
4: skip right past spring and go right into summer.
2: Right into summer. We um, yeah, had lots of Frozen's doing lots of fun new things with Frozen's, trying to get a little more creative. And um, we have some prose. Sp- we have a spritz list happening. We do have the prose yeah. The prose is all Rob Kruger, and it's always you're gonna, gonna do, be the forever and ever.
4: You're gonna do some Friesling?
2: some Friesling maybe <laughs> that's the new that's the new
4: that's the new shit that's the that's that new shit you gotta get over Frosé Friesling's the new that's thing that's so because it, fucking dope cause don't we have like
2: <laughs> the summer of Riesling is a thing right exactly yeah. So. yeah summer of Riesling so we may as well have some Friesling I'll, I'll I'll check in on that and see what I can figure out does it, does it have Dude. to be sweet or can it be nice and bone dry bone
4: dry Friesling perfect frosty sh- drink chilling and bonk I'm like <laughs> I love Chenin
3: Blanc, guys. Just saying.
2: I love Chenin Blanc. I'm Muscadet, Chenin Blanc. Those, those yeah. are the things I go for.
3: So, okay, let's let's back up a little bit. So, Extra Fancy's been around, what, seven years now? Seven years, yeah. yeah. Holy
4: so, guacamole. Yeah. Really? You didn't know that? Yeah,
2: and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I mean, the, the yard is insane. We've got all new benches out there. It's um, Outside is a bar area. We're had we we're doing cornhole on Sunday. We have um, Wolfer is introducing their canned rosé cider. Estates, yeah, yeah. In oh, yeah. Wolfer Estates. Okay. Um, so, they're doing... Thank you, Damon. Um, they're coming in on Sunday, and we're having a big party to release that. And there'll be there'll be cornhole. There'll be a lot of fun cider, a lot of fun drinks. You know, got to yeah. hang out and drink crushing cans of cider. Who doesn't want to do that?
4: Um, Nobody doesn't yeah, want do to do that. Nobody doesn't want to do that. So, yeah, let's that, talk about Extra Fancy just a little bit. Yeah. So my experience with it,
3: Souther, I don't know. You used work there,
1: yeah.
4: Uh, I did work there, actually,
3: back Still in the day. Ding, ding, when ding uh, Yeah, I <laughs> I know, with with all the the greats, you know Mark and Rob, the <laughs> owners. Eh, ding, ding. <laughs> that was a lot of shots. It's two beings, so there's a bell system uh, for whenever you walk into Extra Fancy. One ring is for friends, family, industry people to like.
4: It, you know, it's
2: to embarrass it, you.
4: Yeah, but it's it's, a, but it's, it's a welcoming. Like yes. you feel yeah. like a boss when you walk into extra fancy. <laughs> and and it's a crowded thing, and the, before you're even but, before the doors close closed behind you, the bell rings. But so yeah. there,
3: you haven't worked there. So no. here's the thing: <laughs> and I pulled when you one, work there, exactly
4: one shift there. Thing. <laughs>
3: you, when you work there, it it is literally like it it is like the it, it, most pure example of Pavlovian response. Oh yeah, so, oh, absolutely. Like, you get very conditioned to like you hear one bell, you look at the door. Like, who's that? Like, if you're, like, standing at the end of the bar at the front door and you're talking with people, you're really engaged, you're, like, getting a food order from them, you know, like, getting, like, uh, fish and chips and a patty melt and blah, blah, blah. And then you hear two bells you immediately, like, you will get scorned if you don't yeah. turn around and go to the other end, the service end of you the drop bar. Everything, you drop yeah, yeah. Everything, no matter what, everything you're you doing, you can be
2: in the restroom, you got to stop and run to the bar.
3: <laughs> and that's time to do a shot.
2: <laughs> it's time to do a shot. You got to yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's somebody staff, really, meeting. staff, meeting. staff well, meeting. It's always because it's somebody important. It's not just, oh, I'm taking a shot with a friend. It's you have to come in and join this person and say, we appreciate you. We love you. We're doing this for you because here you are. Thank you for coming and joining us.
4: And we and love that's, you. That's
3: a bartender built by. It's a bar built by bartenders. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And it's, like, every part of it, like, from, like, food service, like, all the the fun events and everything, which is something that I learned from Rob very quickly. Uh, he's, like, the master of just, like, doing branded events, like, all the time. Yeah. You know? Kruger is a yeah. monster. Yeah. So when, when I... My first experience with it was when... Uh, there used to be a garage next door, a motorcycle garage with a little shacky bar called uh-huh. the shop. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we would get out of... Uh, Band practice, we'd go to the shop and hang out and like have some beers and some like I don't know, chili dogs or whatever they had, you know, whatever they had boiling in a crock pot at the time. And uh one day we were shooting a, like our first music video, my band, not the brothers, uh, who does the song, the intro for this show. Um Heard of them. and Rob <laughs> and Mark come over and like we're all outside with a bunch of motorcycles and band equipment and stuff and cameras. And they're like, What are you doing here, Damon? And I was like, Oh shit. Like what are you doing outside of employees only? You know, like <laughs> I never see you outside of that bar. And they're like, we're building a bar. And I was like, that's fucking great, man. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's like, cause I knew they were going to do something awesome with it. And like, it's so community driven, you know, the, uh like the neighborhood driven. You know, yeah, rather, and, Absolutely. And Industry driven. So like, it's, it's always been like kind of like the Brooklyn Clubhouse for like industry people no
2: absolutely I and mean, you've this kept is, that going yeah and yeah. it's a place that when I I mean I, everybody knows I'm a Boston girl I lived in Boston for 14 years and I started coming to extra fancy two years before I moved to New York and it was always a bar that I said God if I ever get the opportunity to work there I'm absolutely taking it and so when when trips um who just moved to Chicago recently when he asked me if I would want to come on board because I was I was sitting at the bar with him one night and I was like oh, man, I want an extra fancy shirt. How do I get one of those? And he just, like, laughed and smiled and said, oh, I got you one. And two days later, I was like, so, do you, so you, can, you want to start next Monday? And I was like, oh, what? Huh? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, I mean, it was just, like, it, the perfect place for me to finally land. I've wanted to, lo- I've wanted to work extra fancy since before I moved here because from coming from Boston, it was my favorite bar to go to, and I always made sure I was coming – once every six months for a while, and then I started coming once a month. And every time I had a couple of days off in a row, I'd be like, "I want a bus to extra fancy, straight from drink, you know." And it's where I've always loved being. I've always the first time I got a ding was like the biggest moment of my life. I was like, <laughs> "I walked in and somebody knew me." Ah, they so rang the
4: bell. They rang the bell. I've it's arrived. A very special feeling. It really because is. it's like it borders on aggressive. Yeah, like how they <laughs> how hard they <laughs> ring the bell. It's not just a little dainty ding. It's like ding. Yeah. You're here. I'm so excited you're here. Well, you know, you can
3: actually, uh, like, from when I was working there, which was, I, while Grand Army was under construction, I wanted to work at a couple of different places because I'd been working at Prime East for, like, nine years. So I needed to see how other people operated because I'd just known the same thing for almost a decade. Sure. So well, one of the coolest things was everyone kind of has their own ding <laughs> this yeah, is so yeah, stupid sure. that we're talking about this, but uh, oh, that was nice. You got two a, in there. Yeah, That was a
1: quick two. <laughs> yeah,
3: very good. That's our engineer. I got hey, the magic fingers. Totally ed- doing some on the on the fly editing over here. <laughs> on the fly dinging. <laughs> we'll talk about that after the show. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably an HR issue. <laughs> probably, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. Oof. Uh, Ooh, yes, there is. Unfortunately, but yeah. So like, there's like Greg Diamond would do this thing where he would take out his. Uh, his church gives back does pocket. It. Oh sure, and just go. Does it. Kunk, yeah, and just like yeah. hold it, <laughs> so it's not like a ringing. It's like ding. It's like
2: Kunk. yep. Yeah. So it's like, I it's see you. Trunc- <laughs> truncated. <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh, yeah, you just- <laughs> there, like that. <laughs> I think it stopped For you, Greg before Diamond. it started. <laughs> uh, yeah, that bar. Dave, yeah, was- you can work at extra fancy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <You're> hired. <laughs>
4: I'll think about it. <laughs> a lot of great folks have come and gone through that bar. True. A lot of great times were had at that bar. Are still had at that bar. Oh my god, that bar's great. It's, so it's it, I can't believe it's seven years old. It's maintained that sort of like friendly, neighborhoody, but again, really industry driven.
2: I mean, one thing I will say is that like literally a few nights, a few weeks ago, Greg and I were working the bar together, and he and I got to talking about my my friend who brought me there, um, Ryan, and part of the reason my room and house is there is because of Ryan, but. He remembers the first time I came to that bar, because I came in with a bunch of Boston people and a bunch of people that were from New York, and he was like, I remember you. He's like, oh, you and all those Boston assholes. And I was like, ah, we can't help out how we are. But <laughs> the thing about the <laughs> it's barters- our na- It's our nature. <laughs> it's on <our> nature. <laughs> Massholes. Yeah. Um, but the thing about the people who work there is that they genuinely do like what they're doing. They do respect the bar. They love everybody that comes in. And they, I have said a million times, but I could clone Greg Diamond a thousand times, he would man every bar in the world and it would be the best thing in the world. The people who work there are so focused on hospitality and genuinely care about what they're doing and care about the guest interaction. And that's why, I mean, I came from a hospitality driven place in Boston. That's why I loved Extra Fancy so much. Because I genuinely felt welcomed there. And that's why when they offered me the job of running it, I said like, of course, there's no way I would not do it because I want to work in a program that cares so much about every single person who walks in the door and still wants to like do quality cocktails and has really great food and it's the a place that, great there. The, the food is really great yeah. there Todd's doing a great job and the chefs in the kitchen everybody who works there cares and we're all friends we're family it's an amazing yeah. spot
3: I don't know if I've ever explained if I've ever used this on this show before but I'd say it like at the bar like I call it freestyle hospitality so it's it's not like by the books like setting the table Danny Meyer kind of stuff it's like just doing fun quirky things that are just like really thoughtful for guests that like are just totally like off the wall and like I remember one time at the first bar that I ever worked at, we had those like paper doilies. Like, so you put it on your like B and B plates and then you have like a, a bowl of soup. And like, I started like putting those down instead of coasters <laughs> for my friends, just kind of giving them shit for being like, Oh, you're fancy. Like you're but I yeah, always get, put their the beers on a paper coaster. doily. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And it was just like, but they loved it. So I just had to keep doing it. But like, there's, a lot of those kinds of things, like especially with the Bell System and the disco ball and, yeah. I, and like all this stuff, it just like translates to kind of like freestyle hospitality, you know. So, that being said, like when you were in Boston, you, you, where all did you work in Boston? Um, I mean, so, the
2: most recently, the last bar I worked at in Boston, um, I was there for. One year separated for a year and then came back for two years was drink, right? Um, Which is like the
4: world acclaimed like bar. <laughs> yeah, that's the, uh. that's the, the bar of Boston.
2: It's the bar of Boston, yeah. And I was really lucky to work there with the, John. There's the, the, the a
4: nerdy ass cocktail bar. Of it is the nerdiest yeah.
2: cocktail bar of Boston, but also it's the, it's the biggest those. party. Uh, the whole thing about drink is like it seems like a button up cocktail bar, but at the end of the day. I mean, I was cutting ice and making penises out of ice and giving them to guests and making jokes. And like Ezra would like hollow out cucumbers, Don cons. there you go. (laughs) Um, It was all about throwing a party and making sure everybody who came in, like we had no menu. So you walk in and already you're like nervous about being in a cocktail bar. And then you sit down and you're like, wait, this is just food and wine. I thought it was a cocktail bar. And so it was just asking questions and getting to know your guests and making them feel like it's okay. You can relax and chill out for a second and just tell me what you like. You like vodka soda? I'll make you a vodka soda and I'm not gonna judge you. Or I'll introduce you to a Tom Collins and you can see what you know an old Tom Gin tastes Collins. like. A Don Collins. We're gonna keep it's gonna be <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, a it's the theme. we're gonna make one today.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, but the thing is, the coolest thing I had the the pleasure of being able to go to to drink a couple of times. I
2: got to make you drinks a drink.
3: Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so the cool thing is it's like it totally like levels up the playing field because you don't have a back bar. Yeah. So there's, it's not like this, like. You
2: can't point and say, I want Maker's Mark, I want Jack Daniels, because all we ever said was, we don't have that, but we have this instead. Yeah.
3: But it, it already, it jumpstarts the conversation between you and the guest. Yeah. And so that finding is really important Like, if i remember correctly the only thing that's like really like back in the middle station is like a giant block of ice right
2: um that's a, so when you walk in there's a first station that has a giant block of ice yeah. the middle station all you see is fruit so you look over at these really cool antique punch bowls that are full of fruit so mm. that's just where we get all of our garnish from but literally there is no booze on the bar anywhere we have a set of um antique cocktail books so we have all these cool old books that because it's a classic cocktail bar um we all dig through like one of the things I loved doing on my days off was I would go through those books and like pick out recipes and then change the measurements from a claret glass to an actual ounce measurement. And so I have a really weird, weird world of classic cocktails in my brain because mm-hmm. of spending so much time learning about all these old cocktails, all these old ingredients, like making gum, arabic syrup. It, it really was going back to the age where you didn't have a lot of things available right, to you, right. and you had to learn exactly what product was handed to you and how to mix that well with everything else. Yeah. And that was one of the things. It's
3: funny that, like, even back, like, when you start looking, th- like, thumbing through those old cocktail books, like, the like mixing, like, sweet and sour was kind of a new thing, yeah. basically, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, it's really wild. I mean, you don't know anything about that so because you don't have any fruit <laughs> in your bar, but... <laughs> Um, I've heard of it <laughs> but yeah I mean <laughs> I've read about it um, but yeah I think it's like the interesting thing with like where you came from and where you are now is that and especially like given the fact that Oh like don't think I
2: only worked at drink I worked at beer bars No and no dive I know bars I know but <laughs> just the two
3: of those like I, I guess really what I'm saying is more of like a um, like a shout out to Extra Fancy it's like like you were saying so there, like there have been so many like amazing bartenders have come through that place yeah but it's been a party the entire time, the yeah, whole time. and so like i wonder like i've often wondered like what like quote-unquote like civilians think when they go in that place and they see like all these bartenders having a great time like sometimes you got your shirt off you know or whatever <laughs> the disco balls sometimes go sometimes
2: you're throwing glasses at each other throwing, you know? <laughs> yeah throwing
3: throwing all kinds of shit at each other but like but I think <laughs> I, I, I kind of just ruined what I was about to say. But these are like professional bartenders, <laughs>
4: right? Right. They're, they're, but well, I think your your question gets answered by the the track record. What does the, the civilian think of that? They fucking love it. They love it. They yeah. feel yeah. a part of it, and they keep coming back. But yeah. you know and that they, like they
2: all want to get the bell. They all think, oh wow, how, this, this is so cool. Because when they hear I the ding, the you see people like stop and look around and go, what's going on? I like, like Sharky. Do they keep Sharky. Sharky gets the bell. Sharky gets the bell because Sharky's amazing. Everybody yeah. loves Sharky. Yeah. he's not a bartender. <laughs> But you know, Sharky's everybody's favorite regular, yeah. and he's also one of the most amazing people to have a conversation with. He knows everything. He's like there where you can have a conversation with him yeah. about any subject, and he has a really intelligent opinion about it, and will also tell you the history of why he got to that opinion. Yeah, that's, that, that's totally.
3: And you know, that's again though, like you know, if you if someone came in from out of town, they have no idea where the hell they are. They just happened upon Extra Fancy, and they see all this fun shit happening.
4: And then they want to like be part of hear it. about the history yeah. of the Sazerac.
2: They can have that. They can get that. They exactly. can get that. Yeah, which
4: is incredible. Or if they want a Jimbo and a Narragansett, they can have that. Too. Absolutely. Should you play some a... cornhole. Have a frosé Whatever <laughs> yeah. you want, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it really like it fires on a lot of different cylinders, and it, and it meets all audiences face on. Yeah. Totally, man. Well, you can also, I know, go over there and you can eat uh, uh, ten lobster rolls. You get a little stamp on your card, and then you get a free cup of coffee. <laughs> That's
3: my favorite we'll, story.
4: We'll talk about that when we come back. Yeah. let we'll take a quick break. Let's uh, take a quick uh, from, break. From, from uh, the show with uh, Melly Wasserman. Uh, what? Melly Wasserman? <laughs> <laughs> I have drop that. Thank you. Uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. Okay.
0: She's her own, she's her own female, she's her own female,
4: that's why I like her, I like her a lot, and
2: she don't know that she's her own
0: female, she's her own female, and she don't know, that's why I
4: like her a lot.
0: Caught a cab to the cafe To play the charming young man
4: That's when she told me Tie me up and cough me to the window You know how I like the tie My name is Brandon Hoy Co-owner of Rovarda's A super duper
3: awesome place <laughs> Roberta's is a very, very very, very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. And we are back. You're <laughs> listening super to awesome. Heritage Radio Network. <laughs> <laughs> this is the speakeasy, I believe.
4: Uh, <laughs> off, the, all right, off the air, Melly corrected me again. Your name is Weirzma. Yeah. Dude, you... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how
3: late was it when you put her number in your phone?
4: It was pretty late. I mean, it's been in there for years. <laughs> right, Weirzma. Well. I had right, it as Wasserman, which was wrong. Then I have it as Wasserman, which is you know, also wrong. I had you, friends, you waited until we were off the air to correct me. Hey, I mean, that's very To be very very nice. fair, I'm
2: in my 30s, and Weersma. I had a friend who didn't know... That I grew up with, that I've known since the sixth grade, who didn't know until two years ago that my last name wasn't Weirdsman. She, I mean, and we went to we graduated that's high weird, school man. together we, we've known each other for a real long time that's
1: she
4: weird, man <laughs> <laughs> ah, <correct. laughs>
2: not as good as
0: my girl
3: <laughs> Jesus, this is a fucking circus these days man, okay. hey, I really love your foley art uh, I'm keep it going yeah, you're killing it um, <laughs> killing me, killing it okay, but so
4: so now you get to work at this crazy, awesome place that's so much fun Anybody listening who hasn't been Extra Fancy you're, and have been close enough to go, you're doing it wrong. you got to go over there. It's, yeah. uh, it's actually
3: like it's the best place to meet other bartenders.
2: It absolutely is. Yeah, if you want to get a job someplace, you should yeah. go hang out at Extra Fancy because you will meet people.
0: Yeah.
2: And we're talking about like one of the greatest things is like I have people from Michelin-starred restaurants down to the Diveyest dive bars sitting next to each other, sharing beers, sharing shots, becoming friends. Yeah. It's one of those spots where... I think it was this last weekend. It was really, really quiet. I was working with Charlie, and I looked over at the bar, and I was like, every single one of those people is a bartender. And the, the dining room was empty. It was just the bar that was full. And I was like, this is why everybody is in such a good mood at all times. Like, we could be having the worst day ever, but you come into work, and you're getting hugged by every single person who walks into the bar.
4: Right, hugs and high-fives all hugs the Hugs and
2: high-fives all day. Like, that's all you want.
3: Every single person. Yeah. Yeah. That's It's super unique. It's like, I think, what a lot of uh, people strive to do, you know? But actually if you want to go a little like serious for a second how being in a management management position how do you kind of control uh, the situation where like Maybe there's too many buybacks or like copying, stuff like that. What's
2: really amazing about that is that everybody who works there is super honest, yeah. and we don't go crazy. It's not it's not a kind of bar where you're expecting to come in and have a uh, have your tab be zero. You're yeah. expecting to pay for it, and that's what the whole ding ding is about. Yeah, these little like shot glasses that we pass out with each other. We all we all buy back properly. Everybody's mm-hmm. really honest, and like I said, it's a really good crew. It's a really honest team, and because everybody's got these really cool backgrounds of working at Employees Only, working at Maison Premiere. You know, I, I came from drink. Everybody works. We have people at George Washington Bar. These are people who work at really high class, high profile bars. You don't really have a buyback there. So when you have the opportunity to, to actually buy a couple of things for your friends, yeah. you're super honest about it. Like it's not an expensive bar. We no. have a really good cocktail program, but our cocktails are like coming in at like $12, $13, not 18 to 20 sure. So when people do come in to drink, bartenders come in and drink beer. We're talking about like a $6 beer and shot. You're combo. totally right. You know, it,
3: that is a thing. I mean, like, or like, you know, you get. Brett McDonald coming in and drinking vodka sprites,
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, or ciders or whatever, you know. And uh, no, but I that was something I noticed.
4: Uh, I'm gonna set for, us up for this drink, you yeah, us. Please do. yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of buying us drinks, you, you brought us drinks, yeah,
2: seriously.
4: <laughs> um, sometimes when I was working there, like
3: with like Greg and Danny and all those guys. We would bring in like We would just bring a bottle We'd buy a bottle of booze Or bring something from home Yeah And that was our, our ding ding I mean know? I've like, done
2: that at The the restaurant I opened In Boston, Bronwyn I, I brought all these schnapps Over from Germany And my schnapps That were my personal home Our schnapps Ended up being the things that friends and family I gave away, and I was like, "This is a lot of money that yeah. I'm giving away, but I don't care. I'm yeah. sharing something really cool and historic with you, and something that I care about." Yeah. And speaking of, yeah, I, I'm sharing. Having? I'm sharing something. It's called. Um, it's a cocktail that I um, that I was lucky enough. My friend Mr. Kakofen and Chris Naman um, made a, have a cocktail book coming out called uh, "Drinking Like Ladies," and so I made a cocktail called the Nina Brava. Which is uh, means brave lady. Translate over. Um, there's a wonderful woman whose name I just forgot because I'm scared and nervous <laughs> being here with you guys. Why? Because uh, I'm nervous about is everything. Because we the took time. Our shirts off. It the is. Break. It is.
4: <laughs> Muscle shirt
2: Monday. Muscle uh, <laughs> shirt Mondays. Um, so this cocktail is uh, something I made for her, which is Muscal, um particularly Del Migue Vita uh for Misty. Then I also used a little Dolan dry vermouth, some chinar, and a little touch of Saint Germain. Oh, thank you.
4: Dave, I got one for you.
2: And, uh,
1: Tight.
2: <laughs> Kristen Ward. Thank you. I got there. She has a, she was the first, um, openly transgendered woman. Um, and she was in the Navy SEALs. And as we all know, that's gotta be a huge deal because yeah. it's gays and, and anybody of, um, in coming out in the military has always been a huge deal. But sure. so to be an openly transgendered woman, um, in the Navy SEALs is a huge thing to do. So we're all, it, the whole book is about saluting women in history that have done something great that are lesser known and her her book is um, her documentary I should say is Lady Valor and I think everybody should go out and watch it everybody should buy this book because it's saluting female bartenders who are then in turn saluting women who've done something really great And especially with everything we've been having, we've talked earlier today about, we think about the Me Too campaign and about women just trying to have a voice and find a voice. This is a book that is giving women voices.
4: Name of the book again?
2: Um, Drinking Like Ladies.
4: Drinking Like Ladies.
2: Um, It's on pre-order right now on Amazon. Um, I'm not sure exactly when it's going to come out, but I mean, buy a copy. It's got some of your favorite bartenders in there. Um,
4: We'll make sure we put a link in the show notes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, I know a lot of New York bartenders are involved in it, a lot of Boston bartenders, but it's global. And so it's also leading women globally. It's not just focusing on America. So it's definitely something that I think everybody should... You get a little brief history of strong women. Very and cool. then it's, again, strong women bartenders how did also. You,
4: how did you get involved with that?
2: Um, Misty and I have been friends since I first started working at Drink. She's a mentor She's of mine. She's awesome. She is so awesome. Um, I've known Kitty and Misty for, mm. God, going on six, seven years now. And um, thank you. I'm glad you enjoy it. It needs a little grapefruit twist. I forgot to bring that with me. But, hey. It's a cocktail.
4: Don't ever tell me what what's missing. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother used to do that. She would, she would always say, "Well, it's not the best whatever pound cake I've ever made." Well, this is mean, because where,
2: this where this do you do all your be best like, stuff? Oh, no, so it is your grandmother so from the Midwest. No, I would say, like, what say, "What do you doing?" It's, do? my, it's I, my parents being from the Midwest that I do that.
4: I, I would say, "Well, what do you do with all the best stuff? Why don't I ever get that?"
2: <laughs> I mean, that's for the, that's for the guests. That's for the people who come into the house that she doesn't already know. She's just testing things on you. <laughs>
4: No, I'm from the deep, deep south.
2: Oh, that's right. We've talked about this.
4: Um, This is... Okay, back to... How did you get involved with the project? So Misty's one of the writers, one of the main authors.
2: Misty and Kristen Amon are the the main authors. Okay. And um, I was hanging out at home one day just like doing laundry, doing nothing. And I got this text from Misty just saying, hey... I have this book coming out. I'd really love for you to contribute. I literally burst into tears just because I was so honored. And then when she was like, "This is the person you're going to be honoring. Can you build a cocktail for her?" I lost it.
4: Oh, they chose your. Oh, that's kind yeah, of
2: yeah, yeah. They 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 reached out to individual ladies and asked them to contribute. And but so I mean, they
4: chose they chose the woman for you to. Form they chose the woman for us to also. Yeah,
2: and um, I like I to think that makes sense. yeah, I, I would say I, the reason that she I think chose me is because I'm I've been an ally for years. I started doing um, volunteer work with AIDS Walk when I was 12 and um, I've marched in pride in California and Boston and here in New York, and um, I missed the opportunity. I had been planning something with the Alley at Nori House for you for Coup. Um, for and so most of my friends We'll still come up. We're still doing stuff. We'll do something. But most of my friends are... Gay or transgendered, you know, uh, and have been for most of my life. And it's just something that I've always felt strongly like human rights are really important and especially rights where it's just you should love who you're allowed to love and never be told you can't love somebody. So I'm really proud that I was living in Boston when everybody, when gay marriage became legal. And it's just such an honor to have been able to make a cocktail for this woman and, you know, for her to have a voice. And I'm really glad that Misty and and, and Kirsten, Kitty. It's like calling me Melissa. Yeah, kitty. (laughs) Chose the people that they chose because it's the book and the layout is absolutely stunningly beautiful. Um, I would say that's actually oddly like a similar sort of motif as yours. Um uh-oh. Competition.
4: Some of teeth. A motif. high tide raises Pre-order on Amazon. Not sure when they're coming out. No, I know when mine's yeah, coming out. Yeah, i going Mine here. Mine drops on August 28th. That's always been the date.
2: I did add to your pre-order list. So you're, you're, you're in my pre-order as well. I've got two books coming at some point in the future.
4: Cha-ching.
3: <laughs> I, I'm expecting a free coffee.
2: And
4: you're getting a free coffee. <laughs> I'm going to
0: mail it to the to Speakeasy Radio.
4: Perfect. <laughs> with your name on it. It'll be in a stack over there. Yeah. You guys should well, do a late
0: addition to the book with Michelle Wolf. a cocktail. Oh, on yes. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Absolutely.
2: She is a hero.
4: Yeah, she killed it.
2: She really did. That was such a cool... Uh, I mean, I my, my friend Brendan was over the other day, and uh, I was just getting ready to leave the house with him, and he was playing that, and I... While, like, my mouth was like I gave, I was also just laughing hysterically. Like, how brave of that. Like, to, to go to the correspondents at dinner and just say, like, I'm going to rip apart everybody and say what everybody is thinking. I and mean,
0: she's just the only one there who told the truth. <laughs> like, exactly.
2: I just, I mean, I was proud. Yeah. I was proud for women. I was proud for comedians. Like, that was just really cool of her to actually yeah. be willing to do that.
4: Yeah. Well, you know, even if you're the most horrible person on earth, if you can't laugh at yourself, then... Something's wrong with you.
2: Fairly certain we know somebody who can't laugh at himself right now. Yeah, That's yeah. Real sad.
4: the guy who won't even show up at the dinner.
2: Yep, exactly. <laughs> Two years
4: running. Looking, Ronald Reagan called in after he'd been shot. Yeah. He still, he still appeared by phone at least. Jeez. Oh man, well. Okay, that sounds like a really cool project. And again, we'll put we'll make sure we get a a link on the show notes to 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 get your book. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll
2: I'll forward everything I can to you guys. I mean, Misty and Kitty are just two of the most amazing women. I think both of them were honored at Tales this year, right? Didn't Misty win and Kitty was honored?
3: Uh, Misty won. Misty won. Yeah. But either either way, way, both (laughs) of them are two of. I mean,
2: Kitty has been such a phenomenal inspiration to women everywhere. Where she has was doing yoga classes specifically for bartenders in Boston before anybody was thinking about how bartenders don't exercise enough and how we don't take care of ourselves and we're destroying our bodies constantly because we're always on our feet. My knees are a mess. My my ankles are a mess. My shoulders are always constantly like you need a massage because I'm, I'm shaking out the thing and just we all hold our stress in a place. Yeah. But Kitty has been always, the, when she was doing for NET years and years ago, was still really active and saying, hey, guys, we shouldn't just be drinking all the time. We should be doing fun things, which sure. is one of the cool things that I would say about like Fernet and St. Germain with the bikes. Yeah, it's really cool. We all want a branded bike, but it's also encouraging you to get on a yeah, bike no, totally. and exercise and take care of yourself. And I think that Kitty was one of the people who like really was groundbreaking and getting people inspired to actually take better care of themselves. And I'm impressed by like, I know Channing and uh, Marlo, and Sarah with St. Germain are doing all of those classes to actively get bartenders exercising because mm-hmm. we all forget. We want to sleep until one o'clock in the afternoon and then go to work and then party afterwards. Yeah. You got to B- take Brooklyn care of your Gen buddy. Jen does yeah.
3: uh, yoga class as well. Uh, there's like, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot more like focus on, uh, health and wellness yes. in the industry these days, which is really cool. Which like the really whole cool. earn your booze like, Yeah. Well, and also only just earn your
2: booze, but like, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about like sober bartenders now as well. And yeah. I think that it's really inspiring that to see people who realize they've had problems and that the support that we're giving to each other in that, it's like, yeah, you can still party. You can still have fun because you're still the same person. You don't have to drink. You can hang out and still be you and still have an incredible palate without the party.
3: Yeah. I, I know a couple of bartenders or, or industry people in general that have recently decided to to stop drinking. And it wasn't because necessarily that they uh,
2: had a, had a problem. Yeah. They were just it's, like, you know what? I don't it's like it. It's
3: like, not, not that they don't like it. They're just like, dude, I don't really need it. Some
4: yeah, Somewhat unnecessary. Yeah. The, yeah. You like know? the, like, tasting is different yeah. than drinking. Absolutely. Yeah. Jan, Jan Warren. You got to taste. Yeah. Jan Warren comes right to mind. Yeah. Like that guy... Functions better, operates better, is is a monster, because he just tastes drinks. He doesn't drink drinks.
3: Yeah, but then again, Joanna Carpenter, who also works for Brooklyn Gin, yeah, she never seemed to have a problem with like with anything like that. She was just like, you know what, I just want to focus on like being healthy right now. Yeah, sure, and like working out and like do like, and that that's totally freaking cool, man. I mean, like it's all cool. I ride motorcycles because you know what. Can't, I don't like to drink drive. I can't yeah. drink when I do it. Yep. Yeah. So like the the whole like ride that's happening from like Chicago down to Tails this year it's like gonna, Sean Kenyon. Are you going to do it? Yeah, I mean like yeah, I, I I'm planning that's on awesome. it. It's awesome. Unless we're riding or unless we're driving that uh that slow and low van. <laughs> but either way, it's like a thing, it's an activity where you come together with people in the industry that is something where you're like, "All right, this does not involve drinking." Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, and I've
2: been talking to friends about planning a trip to... I mean, I thought it was going to be whitewater rafting, but in the summer, apparently, there's no whitewater. But doing, like, a tubing mm. trip and just going canoeing and hanging out. And the whole idea was, can we invite people who don't drink too much so we can all just hang out and have a nice time and enjoy nature and go hiking and backpacking? And, like, yeah. we don't need to be carrying around a 12-pack of beer to do that. Like, Let's just go out and do nature. And I think that, in general, it's not even just in our industry. I think the world is changing a bit. Yeah. And saying to not drink in excess and just kind of enjoy yourselves. Like, yeah, have fun. Do well, it. But... Also, like, stop and smell the roses. Enjoy was, the world rock, around rock you. Rock climbing you know is I mean? another
3: one that a lot of people yeah. in the industry do. That you scares know, like, the hell can't like can't really, man, really, can't do that. I'm scared <laughs> as fuck. I mean, like, I have vertigo, so like, yeah, like, I can't. When I got
2: vertigo. It was real bad. I was I was down for a week. It was the worst experience I've ever had in my entire it's been life. Years for me. Oh man, I can't imagine decades. living with that.
3: Um, but the thing is, like, it's it's like, yeah, you don't want to be drinking and climbing rocks. No, yeah. but uh, the
4: sheer faces of forty feet.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nope. no way, man.
3: I have nightmares about that all the time. But um, the yeah, you're right. I mean, like the, I mean, if you look at the numbers, just on the, the business side, like from like the spirits side of the industry, sales have shifted from like excessive, like kind of like bottom shelf uh, to like more craft brands. But at the same time, sales have kind of slowed down. Even there, I mean, like I, I know that looking at the numbers, like gen sales, gen sales were up like forty seven percent over last year. That's insane, yeah. That's an insane jump, yeah, absolutely. And then like mezcal was around the same, I think just a little bit higher, like forty nine percent, yeah, which is fucking. Everybody
2: loves mezcal insane. right now. It is the hot, hot item. Yeah,
3: mezcal and gin for some reason, that yeah. you like I think good. it's come back. But I think people just <laughs> are just into like really clean, like kind of interesting, like earthy spirits. But the thing is, it's not that necessarily
4: sales are up, but consumption is leveled consumption up. Consumption is leveled out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know where I could buy. Ten dollars worth of beer, which is a lot of beer. Yes. Or ten dollars worth of gin. I'm spending my money on the gin. I'm not drinking as much. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what's happening with the consumer. I, I mean, running a running also, a Mara
2: bar, people are more interested in low ABV. A people lot of low ABV. People are super into low ABV right now. Like I have yeah. guests who come to me and say, "What do you got that's low ABV?" And I'm like, "I run an extra fancy. It's beer and shots." Okay, I know how to make things like that. Yeah. We have we have an amazing back bar of all of these cool Amaro's and all of these. Like, like I was saying earlier, we're yeah. We have a spritz menu, and yeah. the spritz menu is like. Pairing all these low ABV things with champagne and soda water, and just making people things that you can drink three of, and not be drunk, and then you can go out about your day after brunch or being in the sunshine all day. And like, thinking, I mean, I worked on the roof two summers in a row. You don't want to drink a vodka soda on the roof, really. You want to, but you don't. What you want is a spritz, a Naparol spritz is absolutely the way to go because you're drinking sparkling wine and a low ABV, you know, liqueur, and that's what you should be doing. Like apertus and yeah. that's the way to go because you can actually crush them and not hurt yourself
1: yeah
4: you crush them not the other way around yeah exactly exactly (laughs) they don't crush you
3: you see a lot more like like even like in the martini realm you're seeing a lot more 50 50s and also we talked about on the show i think a couple weeks ago like inverted martinis like Mm -hmm. in manhattans you know where you do
2: isn't it employees only that does the inverted martinez where it's the martinez is mostly vermouth and a little Mm -hmm. bit of like the original recipe yeah yeah Yeah. exactly
3: totally and i love that version so good but also yeah you're right like the uh like Sherry and soda, or sherry tonic, like that kind of stuff. Oh, like, the
2: sherry tonic at a go to is amazing. Yeah. Wait, am I not? Am I go to, a, go to. Oh, I said it wrong. That's what's well,
4: oh, your go to when you go to go to. That's how I tell people to remember it. Go to go to go to go to
2: Sorry,
3: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I, I I love that that mentality where it's like, all right, it's we're, we're gonna be in it for the duration, and we're gonna like really like. Feel good the entire time,
4: yeah. you know. Right, find that plateau and, and level off instead of constantly climbing and then a, then an eventual then crash. Like we're yeah. not we're,
2: we're not frat boys. Like we don't need to to get wasted yeah. every night. It's nice to just like be able to relax and enjoy and appreciate what you're drinking.
3: Totally. On that note, let's have another shot. <laughs> 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 kidding. Um, we're but right
0: uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's I, I I have to say it every week almost because. It's true. It's like we're living in the most interesting time for for drinks and spirits and food. You know? Oh, it's absolutely! Like, because okay. it changes every week. It just gets it gets better. I think. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I just love it when, especially you know, when someone comes in, like you said, like they ask for something that's low ABV. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. You're gonna be here for a while, hanging out. Like, yeah. obviously, you're a, a kind of a smart person. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like,
2: a, what's a, what's a, like, speaking of like food and drink, when people come in and ask for mocktails, yeah. and are like, or like when you have that pregnant woman whisper to you, "I don't want my friends to know I'm I'm pregnant because I haven't right. told anybody yet." But can you make me something that looks like a cocktail? Sure. And you spend the entire night making her really cool, different colored drinks that is just different simple syrups. And just different <laughs> juices, and she feels like she's still part of the party, even though she's not drinking with people. Like, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's one of the best things about being a bartender is, like, making somebody's day.
4: And then you get things like Seedlip, you know, the, 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 the distilled, non-alcoholic spirit. Yeah. I've never even heard of this. My, oh, yeah. yeah. You should um, get some. Yeah. Yeah. For because sure. what, the, what you just said made me think of it. Seed Lip came out because of the notion of mocktails being basically just sugar, syrups, yeah. like you said, yep. and juice, which is sugar. Yep. Right? With maybe some soda, which is probably sugar. Yeah. Right? So Seed Lip came out to, to bolster those cocktails with, oh, with, a, with a component that's got a lot of flavor but isn't sweet.
2: Oh, that's amazing. So that you, sounds so you can I make, absolutely wonderful. You made like stirred
4: that. cocktails.
2: I mean, Rafa, who I used to work with, I had one day I was watching him making mocktails and he was making a stirred mocktail. It was an old fashioned. He was making somebody an old fashioned. He's like, well, I use some iced tea and I use some of this and I use some, of that. I'm like, what? My mind was completely blown because he was giving this person an old fashioned that had no alcohol in it right. whatsoever. And it was this beautiful drink that he was just creative enough to figure out a different, a bunch of different teas and a bunch of different like shrubs and syrups that we had hanging out at Covina and put together this beautiful non-alcoholic cocktail for somebody whose day was just made because he didn't want his friends to know he wasn't drinking, right? you know? And, it was perfect. Like Rafa went out above and beyond to make something that looked like alcohol that still tasted good more yeah. than anything else. It was a mocktail that tasted good sure. and it's not just sugar, like you were just saying. And I think that's one of like the, the biggest challenges as a bartender is being able to be creative enough to make something that's not just the spirits.
3: San Pellegrino has San Bitter. You get Delicious. that? You yeah. just put it over a big rock.
2: That's so good. You
3: got a no grony. Yep. Or a faux grony. <laughs> I mean it's it's basically what it is. I yeah. mean it's kind of like a it's an Americano slash Negroni kind of vibe. Yeah. And it looks like that and it tastes like it pretty much. I mean, and...
2: That's awesome.
3: People are like, even if someone grabbed that from you and they were like, can I taste your drink? You'd be like, sure. You're like, yeah, sure. And they taste it and like, oh, that's really good. Can I get one
4: of those? Sure. Uh, Yeah. Can I get a Negroni for my friend? You know. (laughs) Uh, Well, you're a delight. We've really enjoyed having you on the show today. Yeah, thanks for for coming on.
3: I'd love that you were like... uh, (laughs)
0: Day. Holy monster!
3: <laughs> uh, I, I love that you were saying before the show that you're nervous about being on here, but you're a complete natural. You <laughs> not, can't really be a bartender
2: and not know how to talk. And not know how to talk to people. I mean, like <laughs> that's
3: that's what works with this show, you know. Um,
2: I think he was asking us for a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I, oh, oh,
3: yeah, you're right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> See, it's been a while uh, since I watched it. Sorry, I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, happen there. Uh, my Pavlovian response is not really, like, firing. But, uh, yeah, sure. We should do that on the way out here. We will. Um,
4: uh, I wanna... Thank you guys so much for having me. I oh, absolutely. Really appreciate it. it was you. a so lot of fun. fun. Uh, shoot, I lost my... Where is today? Okay, I'm looking at my calendar. Coming up, uh, episodes include, but aren't limited to, uh, Ann Peck Davis. She's uh, got a new book out that's, that sounds pretty cool. We're going to talk about that. Will Elliott from Sauvage and Maison Premier. Um, Oh, yeah, it's been a while since he's been on the show. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, I saw him at that dinner, and I was like, hey, you should come be on the show. Uh, Lauren Myerskoff coming up from uh, New Orleans. Julie Reiner said she'd do the show with us. Uh, we got Eric Metzger, photographer from my book. He's actually going to come next week. I'll give you the heads up. Dress nice, because he's going to take some portrait photos of you and I. What, I mean... You always dress nice. I have to he's put a shirt wearing, on? Yeah, what are you trying to say? You <laughs> always dress nice, but then the I'll one time... i put my shirt back on. Then the one time I don't tell you to dress nice, you, sh- you show up looking like a dirtbag. Um, yeah, you know, I'll probably we'll, still we'll, be wearing oh, wow. my seersucker
3: from Derby Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking
2: of Derby Day, we're doing a Derby Day party on yep. Saturday, right. and we're also doing a Cinco de Mayo party, so... Kind of it's a big both weekend, both man. Tequila, it's a big juleps. weekend Extra Fancy. We're going to have yeah. Saturday. Tequila Mezcal, juleps all around. Um,
4: Mezcal juleps.
2: The, yeah, the patio's going to be open. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're having all of the spirits and all of the beers and then all of the fucking cider rosé. Oh, I just swore. You um, <laughs> swear all you fucking fine. It's
0: just, yeah, it's the
3: fucking internet. It's, a lot it's, talk. <laughs> it's the fucking internet. Um, yeah, it, it kind of feels like this Saturday, which is actually now, I've got to say, it's the Derby. It's exciting. Two minutes in sports. It's it's also (laughs) technically Grand Army's birthday. That's (gasps) right, birthday, our third anniversary. But we're not doing our anniversary party that day. Perfect, because it's also a Saturday. That's four things in a row. Yeah, that's one day. It kind of feels like like having to hit up a bunch of like New Year's Eve parties.
4: Yeah, it's too much. I wish you know, wish it was more (laughs) spread out.
3: Yeah, it's like seersucker sombrero. I don't know what this is. I don't know. <laughs> Is this like
4: the wrap it up? Oh, music? It's a happy birthday.
3: It's
2: happy
4: birthday, <laughs> and I want to thank God. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: uh, but yeah, so kind of swing by, uh, uh, put on your seersucker and, and your sombrero, and swing by extra
4: fancy uh, and Grand Army and Grand, Grand Army. I mean, all the places. You can swing by a more. We do the we do the no mint julep. No
2: That's <laughs> yeah,
4: 50-50 bourbon and, and bronca over crushed ice.
2: Perfect. Boom. Okay.
4: Perfect for swinging <laughs> all <evening. laughs> well, One day of the year, we serve drinks on crushed ice. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and I'll have the derby playing on the radio for that two minutes.
3: <laughs> Very nice. Well, cool. Yeah, so everyone go check out Millie and all the the rest of the crew over at Extra Fancy. You will not have a bad time, that's for sure. Um Yeah. I guess that's it for this week, huh? That's it for this. this Thanks again, week Emily, show. for coming on the Thank show you, today. so much for having me. This was yeah, a yeah. lot of fun. And uh, I guess we should do yeah, a dinger. I'll pour one. Um, Dave, get
4: your glass in here. We're take not, take us out, Damon. Wait,
2: do we have anything? Can we can we use that? Do we have any sort of things to ding with?
4: Oh, oh. we can. <laughs> I'm sure
0: these things. What do you work. guys need more glassware?
4: No, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, take us out, Damon. All right, that's it for the show this
3: week. Check out Heritage Radio Network for many other programs like this one. If you go to the website, heritageradionetwork.org. Ra- Heritage uh, thanks, man. <laughs> uh, you can go to the top corner and uh, click on the beating heart so you can donate to the station, to us. Keep us uh, keeping on with uh, some good radio, it's good times. And... Think of it as buying us a drink. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> think, of it as t-
4: think of it as tipping us.
2: There you go.
3: Ding, ding, ding. Oh, All right. Speak it up. Ding, <laughs> ding. All right. That's it. Cheers.
4: Till next everybody. week. Thank you so much. Ding, ding.
0: So you don't oh. shun the devil with your rock and roll load. No. Knows that country music's gonna save your
1: soul. Oh. The devil groove in that rhythm and blues. That's
0: him. It's gonna